Arkansas plays Kentucky on Saturday in Bud Walton Arena. It's Kentucky Hate Week. Let us count the ways. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Thursday. I know those of you who are in the state of Arkansas, hopefully you're staying safe out there. The weather's pretty nasty, a little icy, a little snowy, especially in the northwest Arkansas area. So stay safe, stay warm, and uh, make sure that you stay motivated because you got a big game this weekend. As we all know, and uh, you know, yesterday's podcast, we had to react to Arkansas's win over Florida and the ending of streaks there, too. And tomorrow, just to do a little preview, uh, Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports is going to join us, which uh, looking really forward to catching up with him and uh, being a Kentucky guy himself and a basketball guy himself. It should be a lot of fun to, to speak with him. So we'll have, we'll have a good time with that. So I decided that I wanted to use this particular podcast and – making it sort of a special edition, if you will, of uh, Kentucky, Kentucky basketball specifically. And for those of you who are reading this title and maybe part of the Big Blue Nation, welcome. I'm sure you'll be really nice to me in the comments and not say anything mean whatsoever. But just remember, it's all for fun. Just a little trash talk. Don't get your panties in a wad. It, it, it's just it's just fun. Like, it's good. And it's I think it's good for the SEC and it's good for college basketball when you have Arkansas and Kentucky both being really good at the same time, matching up against each other on CBS at 1 p.m. and late in the SEC season, or at least late in the month of February. Again, just as God intended. That's the way it used to be. That's the way it was in its prime. Sometimes they would even play it on Super Bowl Sunday. Like this is this is the way it uh, this is the way, if you will, uh, from Mandalorian. We'll shout out there. But I thought that because of the fact that Arkansas is playing Kentucky. And I know that I have done this for other teams previously, too. I want to talk about the reasons why I hate Kentucky basketball. I tweeted it out. I hate Kentucky basketball. Um, and yesterday, I got a lot of interaction. And I wanted to also clarify it, too, where you know some people were tweeting at me. He's like, okay, well, everybody hates Kentucky basketball. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's be honest. Anytime that you are a big-time blue blood program, whether it's in football or basketball, or baseball, or whatever, you are going to have people that hate you just because you are good, because you are successful, because you get talked about a lot. There are people that are going to hate you for that reason. But that's not why I hate Kentucky basketball. And I think I speak for a lot of Razorback fans in saying, I don't think that's the reason why they hate Kentucky basketball either. And just to go through a few things real quick. Um, Kentucky and Arkansas, back when Arkansas first joined the conference, made for such a great rivalry. You know, when Kentucky was in the SEC before Arkansas arrived, they ran things. I mean, it was pretty much them and then no one else, everyone else. Like, nobody even came close. And they got used to that, and you know, rightfully so. I mean, they were, they were the most winningest program at the time, and uh, Rick Pitino was there doing a great job of it. But when Arkansas first entered into the conference, it was – a little bit of a, a shock to a lot of Kentucky fans, especially because suddenly at the SEC tournaments, 
it wasn't just Big Blue Nation. Then that was it. It was a lot of Razorback fans showing up. And I remember Rick Pitino talking about him hearing the hall call throughout the corridors of uh, the SEC tournament. And he's like, what is that? And he just knew it was a whole new animal when it came to Razorback basketball fans. And Arkansas was able to go on the road and beat, win at Kentucky. I think one of the more memorable ones was in 1993-94 season when Arkansas won the national championship. They went on the road and beat Kentucky, I believe it was in overtime, and ended a 39-game uh, winning streak at home for Kentucky. And I remember, I guess it was the video, I think it was Clint McDaniel. Uh, he wrote 39-1 and one on, the, on the chalkboard and hit it. It says, we do it all the time. Like, you just knew it was a little bit different. Arkansas seemed to have more success against Kentucky in the regular season, but then Kentucky would always beat Arkansas in uh, the SEC tournament or in postseason, kind of uh, seemed to be that way. And it was like this for as long as Nolan Richardson was there at Arkansas. And, of course, Rick Pitino, then Tubby Smith uh, was at Kentucky. And it was a great rivalry. It was a great, uh, great for both fan bases, great for the conference too. And, of course, we know what happened is that Arkansas – really after the Nolan Richardson era, he uh, pootered out. And Kentucky, they had their own little stretch of, you know, mediocrity, I think, later in the Tubby Smith years. And, of course, the Billy Clyde Gillespie years, it, it was definitely that. But when they hired John Calipari, it became back again. And Arkansas's not been able to get to that point until now. So that's just kind of an overview of what what was going on with this with this rivalry and, and these two teams. And kind of where they came from and why it's so great that it's back too. But I didn't grow up in the Southwest Conference era. You know, for a lot of you older people that are watching, you probably, you know, always refer to other teams and other games and other conferences and other uh, matchups that you've always had when it came to ones you remember. But I remember Arkansas, Kentucky. That's what I grew up. I grew up hating Kentucky. Uh, I, but it was a hatred of almost respect too. Like I hated Kentucky, but I didn't mind Rick Pitino, you know, like I kind of, you know, he's a good coach. Um, I hated a lot of the players for Kentucky, but I also liked some of the players or at least respected some of the players uh, for Kentucky too. And, uh, you know, that, that was like that for a long time. But I feel like the hatred got turned up to an 11 when John Calipari was hired because I hated John Calipari when he was at Memphis. Uh, he was just something about him, like his, his, his arrogance, his constant like playing both sides where he, he would, you know, be – try to play the, I forgot, it's got a term for it, but it's almost like he would try to be the more the more humble side of things, but also be more arrogant about things, and then always try to play up that they're not as good as what they actually are, so that way when they lose a game, he's going to see that I told you this is what it's all about. You know, hey, we're a young team. What do you expect? It's, you know, he, he just, he had a, a lot of, he had a lot of things about him that just really bothered me, even at Memphis. So when he got added into Kentucky, it was like the two monsters, like, created this insanely huge disgusting monster that I wanted to be destroyed at all cost and it it just because of that and then you add in the big blue nation which is some of the most ridiculous over the top hor like horrible fans you'll ever see like they have like a huge they have a huge following for sure and they have uh, a lot of uh, a lot of passion for Kentucky basketball but it's almost like they feel themselves as royalty. Like if you go to Rupp Arena, it's not a raucous atmosphere like you would think of an atmosphere of Kentucky basketball or at least a program like Kentucky. Everyone just kind of sits on their hands and all these gray hairs sit back and say like, okay, entertain us. And then if it gets too loud, hey, what entertain us, show us basketball, good basketball. 
We want to see good basketball. Like, what are you doing? You should be insanely energized for those games. And it, it just doesn't have that, that reputation. But they consider themselves so raucous. But yet, in Rupp Arena, it ain't that raucous. It's kind of disappointing considering how many fans and the type of arena that they're in and all those things. So, like, I think that they're a vastly overrated fan base. I think that uh, they're not, a, I wouldn't say a vastly overrated program because I think they still to this day have the most wins of any program. But when it comes to like championships, uh, they've, they've been lacking comparatively speaking this, this millennium compared to what the other blue blood programs have been doing. I mean, they have one, uh, but they should have a lot more with the amount of talent that they've had on these teams. How in the world do they only have one title? I know it's tough to win in college basketball, but good grief. That thing may be the most surprising thing to me is just how they haven't won more championships, but they act like they have. And I, I can't, I can't stand that. And I, and I think that it's, it's really annoying how, you know, they just find themselves to be so superior to everybody else. And, you know, when, when everything's going good, everyone talks about them. Like they have Drake coming to their games and things like that. Uh, it, it's just all that stuff accumulated together. And over the past 10 to 15 years, especially since Calipari has been there has just, uh, I think uh, really exploded the hatred that I personally have for them. And those are just a few things. Those are just hitting on the, on the very small parts of it too. But I have a story for you to dive into it a little bit more. True story, something that happened to me personally and was one of the craziest times of my life on social media. And I'll tell you about that story uh, here in just a second. But folks, we know that March Madness is only a few weeks away. And that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Don't go for the usual. You want to go for the best. We've done our homework here, and we're coming with our brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, RunYourPool offers game types like Survivor and Pick X, both really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All the stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS or any of these other websites that have you do brackets. If you got a business, RunYourPool will help you make some of that madness magic and play alongside employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer a full white glove customer support custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. And there's no truer test than that. So if you want to play against us or for a shot at the cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends or family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. Again, Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing you and, of course, beating you when you get there. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so uh, the Kentucky story that I have to tell everybody, which some of you may already know this, and because maybe you were around or was listening to my radio show back then uh, when it all went down. But I just want to uh, talk about this story because I don't think I've ever really talked about it uh, in depth, at least. And I think that this is a perfect opportunity for those of you who are wondering more about it. Um, but uh, basically, it was... A few, it was about, it was, let's say about 20, I guess what year would that have been, 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. 
Um, I did a radio show up in Northwest Arkansas. It was called The Forum with John Neighbors. I don't know if any of you remember. It's from 12 to 2. Uh, one of the fa my favorite shows that I ever did just because I was in full creative control and it was so much fun. Uh, but that was my first radio show and uh, I, I loved it. Well, I was, of course, you know, just being me and maybe even a bit more arrogant and pompous back then, which is saying something. Uh, but I remember the time when Malik Monk, the uh, in-state kid from Arkansas, announced his commitment to go to Kentucky. And how it was a shock to a lot. People were, were pretty upset because it was being reported originally that he was going to commit to Arkansas. But then something changed overnight. And like all this speculation started coming out. Uh, I think one of the biggest things was is that, and this was again just going back and, and from my memory, one of the biggest things was is that he reportedly had sent a message to members of the Arkansas coaching staff saying, I'm going to commit to Arkansas. Of course, they're excited. Uh, but then they got a phone call from his brother, Marcus Monk, and said, I can't let him go to Arkansas. We're going to go to Kentucky. It's going to be better for the brand, for the Monk brand. We need to have him go to Kentucky. And, of course, there was a lot of outrage from that. That's the story that was being at least speculated and reported at the time. Um, and, I, of course, when you hear that, it upsets a lot of Razorback fans, and rightfully so. But I did a radio show, and it was just a perfect storm. It was a Wednesday. I'll never forget it. It was a Wednesday, and I had Mike Irwin of uh, KNWA Pig Trail Nation, I guess at the time, Razorback uh, Nation. Uh, he was on my show. He went on my show once a, once a week, and it was awesome. Like I love Mike Irwin to this day. Uh, I wish I could have done more radio shows with him because he is awesome on the radio, and he's a, he's a, he's a funny guy. So, And I'll never forget, he came on the radio show. Again, perfect storm. And how I would usually make it work with Mike is that when I would start the show, I would just kind of set up whatever the big topic was and let Mike go because Mike would go on some epic rants. It was awesome. And it was really about anything. Like he would have an opinion about everything and it was great. Well, of course, with the big news and it just happened like a couple hours prior that Malik Monk committed, Mike Irwin, I set him up and he goes on this rant. And if you haven't listened to it, it's somewhere on SoundCloud. I'll maybe try to find the link for it. Uh, to see if you guys want to listen to it once again. Uh, but Mike basically put everybody to task. And honestly, I didn't have any problem with anything he said because what he was basically bringing up was that the fact that, you know, Malik and, and Marcus, they had kind of pulled the wool over the heads and over the faces of a lot of people in Arkansas when it came to businesses and everything because Marcus Monk was having all these high school basketball tournaments and putting them on and sponsors were coming in and all that. And a lot of people were under the impression that there was just kind of a, you know, one hand washes the other type thing. And maybe that, uh, that it's all, Hey, Malik's going to come to Arkansas. That's going to be kind of part of it. It's like, Hey, we're sponsored. This will help this kid out. But you know, we want him to come, come to Arkansas. And I think that that was played up a lot for getting the sponsorships kind of still, even though in the back of mind, it was never going to be Arkansas, but they played it that way. And it came around, at least, for, again, all being speculation. This is all speculation that I'm talking about when it comes to reports. But it was essentially that John Calipari in Kentucky said, hey, Malik, you got to make a decision right now because we got somebody else. So you got to do it now. And so and that's when he made this decision leading up to that point and why the timing of it was so crazy. So Mike goes on the air and starts saying, hey, you did all this stuff. You, you know, you, you, you kind of screwed people over in this whole thing. You made everyone believe that he was coming to Arkansas just so you could better your business and better your brand and better all these things. 
And, you know, this is something that's going to ruin your reputation here in the state of Arkansas forever. Like, no, you're, if you want to be a Kentucky person, you better move to Kentucky because you kind of just screwed everybody over here in Arkansas. Like, that was his whole thing. And uh, he also went into the fact of how he disagreed with how it was all handled. He disagreed with the amount of, um, like, input that he had. And it seemed like that there was a lot of, uh, pulling and shaking and, and, you know, it looked like Marcus was maybe more about, you know, his, cause he wanted to go to be a sports agent and wanted to go represent a lot of these kids from Kentucky. That was part of it. So like all this stuff was going on at once and, and Mike just went off and kind of put everybody to task on it, which again, it was his opinion. I mean, there, there was a lot of it that, you know, he couldn't exactly you know say it was factual, but there's an opinion. That's what he does. He offers opinions. Well, I hear this rant. I'm sitting back. And I'm like, my God, this is great. Like, I uh, like we got the phone calls flying around. We got people tweeting in. It was awesome. And I was like, okay, well, this rant's so good. I'm going to put this sucker on SoundCloud and put it out as quickly as possible to let everybody hear about it out there in the ether. They didn't get a chance to listen to this rant. And so I did. I put it together, put it out on SoundCloud, and put it out on Twitter. And every Razorback fan was listening to it. Like, it had the most listens of anything. It was going crazy. It was going, it was going great. Until Matt Jones of Kentucky Sports Radio found it. And for those of you who don't know Matt Jones, he is the Kentucky guy. Like, he is the Kentucky Wildcat guy. And I like Matt. I like Matt. Like, I, he's, I'm kind of jealous and envious of him from the business that he's built over there in Kentucky. But he's, he's I like him. He's, he, I respect him. He got a hold of it. And I remember Arkansas played a basketball game that night. And I'm there at Bud Walton Arena, and, you know, just on my laptop, live tweeting the game. And suddenly my notifications start blowing up. It's insane. Like I'm getting notification after notification after notification over and over and over again about uh, from everybody. And I'm like, what, what did I do? Because this is back when I had like maybe like 2,000 followers on Twitter, maybe. Like I didn't have a huge following just at that point yet. And so I was like, I, and I looked at it and it was all big blue nation because Matt Jones had found it and had tweeted it out and told all of his listeners, Hey, listen to this. And though out of the woodwork, they came out and uh, I was get, cause it was my Twitter account and it was my show. So I'm the one that got all the responses and reactions. And uh, it, it just went, it just went insane. And I was sitting there and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And some of the things that were tweeted to me, I can't even repeat on this podcast. Like I would get demonetized on YouTube. Like it was so bad. People were talking about like uh, how my mother should have had an abortion with me, like stuff, like crazy stuff like that. Horrible, horrible stuff. And it just kept going and going and going so much so uh, that I had to like get off of Twitter because that was really before the, like the mute button happened and all those things. So I had to like get off of Twitter and take a break because it they came after me and said horrible things. And then Matt Jones reached out to me. He's like, hey, you, you want to come on the show and talk about this? I was like, oh, gosh. I was like, well, I didn't do the rant. It was just my show. He's like, yeah, but the other guy, Mike, he's not he hasn't responded. Said he don't want to come on. Do you want to come on? I was like, sure, I'll come on. So it was an early morning show. And I remember listening to like the first hour of the show to kind of see what I'm looking at. And they ripped me. They ripped me. They ripped Mike on the airwaves. They were ready for me to come on and just go crazy with it. Oh, so I was just, I was nervous. So eventually, uh, I did go on the show. 
And Matt was, you know, he pushed the buttons and he was kind of like, hey, I knew for a fact that this guy was coming to Kentucky. Like, there wasn't even a question about it. I was like, okay, well, I disagree. From what I hear, there was actually uh, other options. There were actually other questions and doubts being raised that he possibly would go to Arkansas, agree to disagree type of thing, and ended up being fine at the end. But I still, for weeks, months after the fact, would hear from Kentucky fans. And they were, I had Kentucky fans calling into my radio show even at that time. And they were, were ripping me like after that experience. And that was a long story. So hopefully I kept you through it. But the long story short is like the Kentucky faithful from that experience of mine have always had a very, very, very dark place in my heart where I have a lot of burning hatred for them. Not all of them, because I'm sure that they're fine fans, but the crazy ones, the ones that said the most horrific things to me on social media, I, and I can take it like, it, it, you know, it's not like I was, you know, triggered and like went to a ball and cried, but it was horrible. And so ever since then, I'm like, you know, the whole SEC thing, the whole Kentucky basketball thing, the whole rivalry thing, it really does mean more. It really does. And ever since that point, I've wanted to just destroy Kentucky at every waking turn possible. And I still think it's terrible that Marcus Monk shows up and sits courtside at Arkansas basketball games. I don't like that. Like I saw him the other day. He was sitting in front of Sam Pittman. Excuse me. Shouldn't be ever happening. But that's my Kentucky story. They were really mean. But somehow, some way, I managed to get through it. <laughs> Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam in both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds and totals and player performance props to where to find the next head fired head coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is your number one spot for all the sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the actions at BetOnline.net, where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, you know, I know that with Kentucky Week coming up and we're going to Bobby Regan on tomorrow, uh, it's, you know, not going to be, you know, we're going to have an interview to close out the week and everything like that. But uh, I just wanted to use this for a few minutes because I know we're kind of over time right here. Uh, I just wanted to use a few minutes to say thank you to everybody. Uh, as part of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, and because, on listen, I love working for the uh, Locked On Podcast Network. Um, um, when it was a few years ago when I took over this gig, I wasn't too sure about it. And it's really blown up and, and it's grown into its own animal. And I, I just love it. I love being a part of it. And, uh, you know, Tegna was the company that uh, had bought our podcast network, but now they have apparently been bought out as well by a private company for like $8.6 billion. Uh, so we're changing ownerships, I guess, again, I don't want to speak too much on it and especially things I don't know, but uh, either way it's moving and shaking because it sees the value and what we do as a company and also uh, what we do as a podcast network. But I also just wanted to give a huge shout out because uh, we have a locked on college podcast network, like all the college teams and conferences and, and whatnot too. And I know that uh, with the podcast network, like uh, Zach Blackerby, who does the Auburn podcast, does an awesome job. We've had him on here before. Uh, he's he's kind of he's the he's the head hen in the or was it the, the, t the tallest hog in the trough? Whatever. He's he's got the best most listened to podcast 
of the college uh, podcast network and at Auburn and as in like four over 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. And it's awesome. And hopefully I can get to that point one day, but the growth that we have had on this podcast is incredible, especially over this, this year, since 2022 started like uh, 1.6 thousand subscribers on YouTube in like a month and a half, two months, roughly. That's incredible. Like that's absolutely incredible. And I don't know why you would want to look at my face and hear me talk about Razorbacks for uh, for 30 minutes every day, but I'm sure appreciative of it. But to see the numbers and to see how much we we have grown and uh, how much we're just killing it in this podcasting biz is just, again, I'm, I'm, I'm humbled. Like I love this and I love doing it. And I love talking Razorbacks with everybody here and the amount of comments and support and uh, obviously, all of you subscribing, and I hope you continue to subscribe and continue to listen every single day and hit that like button every single time. Uh, again, I'm just so thankful. I'm thankful for all of you, and I'm going to keep it going. Like I get, I got the podcast of the week last week on the Locked On Podcast Network, which was awesome. Uh, I haven't had that before, and and with the college podcast, I think it's a little bit more difficult too because you know NFL, NHL, NBA uh, nationally is a lot bigger deal than what it would be for Razorback sports, but Dude, Razorback fans are passionate, man. They're faithful, and they they love being able to not only uh, be passionate about their team, but passionate about talking about their team. And that's that's what I am. I'm I'm a fan. I was born in art, or not born in Arkansas. I was actually born in Dallas, but I lived in Arkansas a year later. So pretty much, I've lived in Arkansas my entire life. Grew up a Razorback fan. I had no choice. Grew up in Fayetteville. Went to the University of Arkansas. Like this is me. This is I'm a fan. I'm always going to be a fan. I'm never going to be a fan to a man. I'm going to be a fan to the school. So if a coach needs fired, he needs to be fired. I, like, I'm never going to be that way. But uh, and maybe that cost me some, some uh, relationships up there. But still, uh, I can't tell you, again, thank you all for just making this possible for me and being able to continue the growth and share this and share this podcast to everybody that you know is a Razorback fan. Because I don't know of any other podcast in the state of Arkansas that does a daily podcast like I do here and uh, consistently five days a week. Uh, and, and if there is one, I'm, I apologize. I'm not trying to be offensive. I just don't know of any. But the fact is that, you know, last year we were the number one podcast in the entire state of Arkansas, which was awesome for Razorback Sports. Uh, we're off to a great start here, uh, especially with the YouTube page and everything. So let's just keep it going. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, making it possible for me. And um, I, I enjoy it. And hopefully you enjoy it, too. And at any time you have suggestions or things that you want me to discuss or talk about or dive into, please let me know. Like just in the comment section, you can tweet at me, Facebook message me, whatever. Just let me know. And, uh, you know, I'll do my best to, to accommodate at, at every turn. But appreciate everybody listening into the Locked on Razor Rex podcast today. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.